Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about what's next for my favorite team in the NBA, the Boston Celtics. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Doncic wins the game at the buzzer! What you preach, I guess about it talking trash. Now they want to pose with me like, uh-uh, not so fast. Last season was an incredibly disappointing and frustrating season as a Boston Celtics fan. So many injuries and just so much underperformance from this roster. Obviously, there were some bright spots. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were fantastic. Robert Williams really started to break out at the end of the year. We saw moments from guys like Aaron Nesmith. Peyton Pritchard was a huge surprise to me. I initially didn't really like that pick at all. It was one of my least favorite picks in the entire draft, but he was very, very good in his rookie season. Again, there were bright spots, but most of the season was filled with disappointment and just being super underwhelmed by a roster that clearly had talent, but just did not work last season. We've already seen the Celtics make a ton of moves this offseason, and I'm very, very excited about that. Danny Ainge stepped down, Brad Stevens replaced his role, and they hired Ime Udoka as the new head coach. As well as making the move of trading Kemba Walker and the 16th overall pick for Al Horford and Moses Brown, which I do think was a very, very good trade for both sides. I was a big, big fan of it for each rosters. I think they both got what they wanted. And as a Celtics fan, I was very happy with that trade. Some people were mad at it. But at this point, I'd much rather get rid of picks, as for the most part, we've struggled to draft in that mid-range. Obviously, we have a new regime now with Brad Stevens up there, but I'd rather just get players who can help us win right now, and Al Horford can be that. He helps our size, which is definitely an important thing, and obviously, he fits well in Boston. He's been there. We know how well he fits, and he's just much less of a worry than Kemba Walker, even though at his peak right now, he's not going to be as good of a player as Kemba Walker could be at his peak. Kemba Walker's injury issues were just way too much. When he's healthy, he's a really, really talented player, but the injuries and inconsistency was just way too much, and it dragged the Celtics teams down a lot last season. So getting a reliable veteran like Al Horford, who proved that he can still be very good with the Oklahoma City Thunder before he sat for basically the second half of the year, I think was a great move for the Celtics, especially considering considering the fact that even though the contract of Kemba Walker and Al Horford both expires at the same time, most people don't understand that Al Horford will only have a $14.5 million guarantee, which is much less than the near $40 million that Kemba Walker will be making in that season. So that will give the Celtics more cap flexibility, and it will give them a lot more options than having Kemba Walker on the roster would have. They definitely have a ton of decisions to make going forward in this offseason. They've already hired the coach, which I'm super happy about. That was a massive decision, and they got the guy I wanted. Someone who's climbed the ranks as an assistant coach, someone who's super well-respected, and someone who the players wanted. They bonded with him super well during USA Basketball, and that makes me really, really excited. They talked to the players, talked to guys like Tatum, Brown, and Smart, 
about who they wanted, and they got their guy. Fantastic hiring for the Boston Celtics, and I think he's going to be a great head coach, a great leader, and the guy that we need going forward. So I'm very excited about that. But they have a whole lot of other big decisions to make, even after making that massive decision for their franchise. They got some guys on expiring contracts, which I definitely think is interesting. Evan Fournier is someone who I would love to re-sign or at least get some value out of, considering that he was the thing that we got out of the Hayward trade exception. So I definitely think we need to get some sort of value out of him, whether that be a sign-and-trade or whether that be him just being on the roster. I do really like his fit within this team. He had his ups and downs for sure, getting used to Boston, but he's a talented player, very good score, and I think is a good fit with the guys we have on this roster. Could really shoot the ball, and we needed that. There was a lot of inconsistent shooters on our roster, and a lot of times the spacing was not good at all, was really hurting Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So many times they could have had way more assists than they did just due to poor shooting on this roster, so getting a reliable vet like Evan Fournier back on this roster would be great. I would love Love if we could get him for around that 13 to 15 million dollar range i think that would be a solid contract to get him on a multi-year deal and he could be a good piece for this roster going forward uh, i really like evan fournier and i did like that trade i wish we may have gotten a little more out of the hayward uh sign and trade but i do think that we still got some value and i don't know how trade exceptions work it's it's always so confusing to me because i've tried to like done research about this and i always get like mixed results because i just don't think many people understand it but i don't know exactly like if you if we just used up a certain amount of the trade exception and then we can use more of it or if just that one trade is all of the trade exception again it's confusing uh but we may have money to play with in a potential trade if uh, that's the case if that trade exception uh, still had money left on it again I'm I'm far from an expert about the the intricate uh, details of like how trade exceptions and that type of stuff works so if someone in the comment section would like to let me know exactly how that would work uh, that would be great to know because it is definitely just confusing and again I've, I've seen people who cover the NBA a lot not really understand it that much either uh, but definitely get Evan Fournier back on this roster. Think he fits well. Uh, and then they have most of the other guys that you would want under contract. Like, obviously, they have Jason Tatum. They have Jalen Brown, both on long-term deals. I mean, Tatum is signed until 2026, which is beautiful. This guy's going to be a top 10 player very, very soon. The most underrated defender in the NBA and a player who gets better and better on offense every single year to being one of the best offensive players in the in the league. A ridiculous score. Someone whose three-point shot is absolutely fantastic and someone whose playmaking is growing that's the thing I do want to see him take uh, another step in and that's the thing I just want to see him continually work on because that playmaking getting better continues to just open the game up more for him but he's easily a top two young player in the NBA for me I think Jason Tatum's absolutely fantastic fits into the style of basketball you want and it's very exciting to have him Jalen Brown as well uh, I don't think he's really on the level of Tatum uh, some people do think that and I just don't 
think that at all, really, because he's a worse scorer than him. I don't think it's actually by that much. Jalen Brown is a fantastic scorer, but I think Tatum's just on a bit of a higher level. For me, the difference is defensively. Uh, Jalen Brown's one of the best on-ball defenders in the league, but his team defense and his off-ball defense is where it starts to lack, and that's where he starts to have some issues. So I would love to see him continue to try and work on that because that was a big issue coming out of college as well. He just doesn't read off-ball action very well and gets lost pretty frequently. But I don't want to criticize him too much. I think he's going to continue to grow. He clearly works super hard, so I'm excited to see him continue to tighten up his handle, continue to work on his playmaking, and hopefully work on his off-ball defense. That's our dynamic duo going forward, and those guys are going to be so, so great. They got Marcus Smart under contract as well. And obviously, as a Celtics fan, I love Marcus Smart. He does come with his negatives, absolutely. He's an up-and-down player. His defense was a little disappointing last year, uh, but he was dealing with some injuries. I think he's going to bounce back and have a really, really good season. Uh, and I just love his fit. He can play a bunch of different roles. He is going to be the main playmaker for them unless they get a guy who addresses that weakness. And while I don't think he's going to do it as well as you would want someone who who's going to be the main play playmaker to do i still think he's going to be serviceable there and i just love what he brings to this city i love what he brings as a leader and think he's really important for us to keep i do not want to trade marcus smart obviously if the right deal is there and if it makes sense then i think almost no player is untouchable outside of jason tatum even jalen brown like if a damian lillard trade is there would i do it not necessarily but I wouldn't be mad if it happened, especially if we got like Dame and like Robert Covington. Um, uh, I just really think you have to make the right moves and don't get too attached to players. But I do want Marcus Smart on this roster going forward. Robert Williams, someone who I absolutely love and showed so much potential at the end of last year. He had a lot of really, really exciting moments. Just crazy athletic. And he's really working on the mental side of his game, which was the biggest thing that was lacking for him uh, in his first couple of seasons in the NBA and going into the NBA as well. So I'm really, really excited to see his continual growth. And I think he can be around a top 10 to 15 center in the league at some point quite soon really really talented and i think he's going to be great for us and i just think he fits super well with the guys on this roster is a bit undersized but really talented and i'm i'm very excited to see how he can grow next year because he was so good last year uh they got some other young players on this roster that i have mixed feelings on i like aaron nesmith quite a lot he was very streaky had a pretty rough first half of the year but as he was getting uh developed and as he was starting to understand the nba game more he was very solid he's someone who can shoot the ball very well and the thing that he brought last year which i didn't really expect was the hustle he was a guy who was all right on defense uh in his year at college but he really showed to be a potential very good 3 and D guy going forward. He's someone who fits with this team well. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if we traded him by any means. Again, if the right offer is there, you take it. Uh, but I would like to see him on this team going forward. I think he can be a nice, nice depth piece. And that's the thing that the Celtics have been missing for years is depth. So I really do think he could be very, very solid off the bench. Payton Pritchard, like I said, surprised me a ton. And I think he's going to be incredibly good next year i think he's a great piece to have off the bench and he's going to be very important for them with them lacking some point guard play we're going to need Payne pritchard to step up and i do trust him to do that 
he's just a super talented player who I think uh, can be great for us off the bench next year. Romeo Lankford, I'm mixed on. He's excellent defensively, such a good defender, but has a long way to go on the offensive side of the ball. And I wouldn't be mad to get rid of a guy like him uh, because I just do think we need more players who are ready to win right now. Grant Williams can get off the roster. Like, yes, does he bring some nice hustle? Yeah, but he, he's just too bad of a shooter, too bad of a decision maker. He can't shoot free throws, which completely eliminates him uh, when the game matters the most. You're not going to have him in any of the end of the games when he's a 50% free throw shooter. You can get rid of him as well. You just need more guys who can help make an impact right now. Uh, even though I like some of the guys who play very little roles on this roster, like Taco Fall, he's a guy that I've met, super nice guy, and I do think he's nice for the locker room, but if you have to get rid of him, get rid of him. Uh, I just want more guys on this roster who can play a legitimate role and who aren't just kind of dead space because I feel like they had way too many of those last year and that was a big downfall for them is that they had way too many people who were just kind of dead space on this team and really got in the way of us having actually impactful role players off the bench that's what the Celtics have to address this offseason you have to make trades that improves your bench your starting lineup is going to be pretty solid but I think getting some playmaking and getting some more forwards is going to be the two things I would like to see addressed the most uh, some targets someone like TJ McConnell is a favorite of mine just because I think he's a guy who is a very solid playmaker and brings that gritty defensive energy that they need back in Boston now that they got Al Horford back now they that that Marcus Smart should be healthy. They have the wings and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I want Boston to build a defensive culture again. And bringing someone like him in would be absolutely huge for this team. And then forwards, uh, I mean, honestly, just anyone who can play 3 and D is what I want. I need reliability off the bench. That's the biggest thing we're missing. Because even guys like Grant Williams and Semi Ojale, who didn't necessarily shoot terrible percentages were not trustworthy at all teams were daring them to shoot and they were going to live with the results and yeah would that hurt a team one time a season yeah but i apologize my video cut out right there but back to what i was saying guys like grant williams and semi ojale yeah they can occasionally hit shots and occasionally punish teams but teams are going to play the odds they're going to dare them to shoot and that just completely ruins the gravity that guys like jason tatum and jalen brown could have when teams are playing help defense they're sending traps to them and the guys just aren't hitting their shots you need more reliable shooters off the bench i would love to use tristan thompson and one of our young guys as assets to make a trade just continue to get guys who could play important roles off the bench and get guys who could play solidified roles we have our two stars in jason tatum and Jalen brown now you just need guys who fit around them and that's the thing is we haven't surrounded them with enough of those guys you need to get like what Aaron Nesmith is going to be for this team but in three years you need to get guys who are going to play the 3 and D role and you need to get just veterans on this team who can help the young guys and I do think this team can bounce back next year I don't think they're going to be a championship level team with teams like the Nets and the Bucks but I think they're going to be a whole lot better than the mess that they were last season they're going to bounce back they're going to be a better roster now 
now they just need to make savvy moves and i hope that brad stevens knows what he's doing i think he's going to make smart moves up there and i just really want them to get good role players who could stay healthy and be impactful because i'm so sick of seeing guys like semi ogele and grant williams just doing absolutely nothing on the court we need to have at least like a nine-man rotation of good basketball players and that's something we've missed these past couple of years the celtics at one point were one of the most deep teams in the nba and that was actually their issue is they had too many guys but then as those guys started to go away they didn't really get anyone to replace them they got a bunch of rookies and a bunch of young guys who for the most part flopped and didn't really play an impact on the team so now they just need to work on getting guys who can play immediate roles off the bench help jason tatum and jalen brown and i think you're gonna have a bounce back season next year i'm hopeful as a celtics fan but i'm going to need to see major movements in the offseason and i hope and i trust that brad stevens will do that but yeah it's been the video it's been michael peace out